so you decided to take a big jump and immigrated to another country. This is Home Newcomer Stories is a podcast where we engage with our new neighbors, with the real experiences of those who have made Saskatoon their new home, and who make it shine even more. Ideas, challenges, tips, and more, we are here to hear and share your journey in the city of Bridges. Hello, welcome back to This is Home Newcomer Stories. I'm very happy to welcome today Bridget. Bridget arrived to Saskatoon in February 2017. She has a very interesting story to share with us, and I'm sure we will empathize with some aspects of her journey, and we will find her story very amusing. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you for being with us today. We really appreciate your time. It's lovely to be here. Thanks, Eliana. Thank you, Bridget. So, Bridget, I would like to start asking, why did you move from New Zealand to Saskatoon? So I moved here from New Zealand because my husband was offered a job here. I remember the day that he said that he'd been contacted to apply for a job at the university here, and I said, where is Saskatchewan? (laughs) Okay. I had no idea. I'd never imagined living in Canada. And then suddenly, here we are. Awesome. That's so interesting, right? (laughs) Yeah. So tell us, who moved with you? So we moved here with our three children. I've got a, a son who's now 18, a son who's 17, and a daughter who's 12. Aha. And could you share with us, because I imagine, okay, so you move with your husband, your husband had a job, which definitely it makes a difference, and a difference from many newcomers who come with a lot of expectations of finding a good job, and for you it was a bit different because that part was already taken care of. So please share, how was that, especially for you, Bridget, because we hear your husband had the job, but what about you? So yeah, that's um, that was an interesting journey for me, Eliana. So I left a job. I was a guidance counselor in a school. Um, so I initially I took a year's leave from that position to see how this would go and really didn't think very much about what it would be like arriving here. I had a lot of assumptions that I learned not to have assumptions and and I got challenged a lot in terms of thinking that I would come here and I would get work and life would go on as normal. So coming and thinking about having an adventure, I didn't really think about what that might really challenge my identity and my sense of, I suppose, competence really. So arriving here, I discovered it was very difficult for me to get a job. I see. And, you know, it's interesting what you are sharing, because after several conversations with newcomers, I find something in common, like a common denominator, which is we arrive here again with very high expectations, good career background, very good credentials and um, studies, right, education. And here we are just struggling to find a job and to prove what we know. And and that has definitely an impact in our self-confidence. It really does, Liliana. 
And also I feel it really shaped my learning for this part of my life. So back in New Zealand, we had gone through some serious earthquakes and I had taught resilience and I had supported our young people by running resilience classes. And yet here I was in Saskatoon and I had no resilience initially. I I was completely thrown by this, you know, new place where I didn't have uh, credential. You know, I did have credentials, but they weren't viewed as worthwhile. Um, I had to prove myself in a different way. And so suddenly I had to actually walk the talk with all my, you know, knowledge of resilience and my teaching of resilience. I had to apply it to myself. Right, right. Bridget, it's very interesting what you are sharing now, because we will assume that somebody who comes from an English-speaking country, well, you already had that part very well taken care of, right? Yeah. And also, well, Canada and New Zealand, they have very strong ties. So we will assume also that it was much easier for you. But from what I'm hearing, it wasn't. You also struggle and you also have to prove yourself. So could you share then what happened? So as you say, my husband arrived and he started his job and I spent some time settling my children into their schools and then I started applying for jobs. And I think I applied for maybe 30 or 40 jobs. And I heard nothing, I heard nothing, and I became very demoralized. I'd always worked, I'd moved countries before, and I'd, yeah. I'd moved to the UK as a young person, and I, and I got work straight away. And I just, as I said, I had this assumption that it would be the same. So then I had to start thinking about, you know, the situation I was in and that I had to start acting differently and I had to think about things in a different way. So I think it was about six months before I got a position. And, uh, you know, the way the the world works, I got a position working for an organization called Partners in Employment. And so I was able to take my experience of being a newcomer um, not being able to find employment and support other people who have were experiencing barriers to employment. And it seemed like such a, a gift really in the end that that I could really understand, you know, what it was like to to be working really hard to find work and, and having to keep going and keep going. So in the end it was very much a, a gift for me to have that experience. Right, because I'm guessing you could share your own experience to your clients, right? Like to share, okay, it takes time. You have to be patient. You have to be resilient. That's right. And I also understood the impact on them from my point of view. It really, it really challenged my identity and, you know, my sense of competency. And I almost felt invisible applying for all these jobs and not getting any responses, not getting any interviews. And so I could understand it was a big challenge to keep going when when you first get here. Yeah, I, I totally empathize with you. That sense of being invisible, it's very well said. I think it's a great way to describe it. So Bridget, we are very happy that you shared this uh, with us today. 
what would be your final remarks, your final advices to those newcomers who are still feeling invisible? I think it, it is to not lose hope, to keep going. You know, it was my maybe my 40th job I applied for that I got that call and I got that interview. Um, if I'd given up at 39, I would never have known. That's right. Also, I think, it, you know, connections and relationships are the most important thing. So focusing on building those. I, I now work as a counsellor, so I now work in my profession again. And it was because I built relationships in my first job that meant that I was able to apply for jobs where, you know, I got an interview. And so it's about those connections. So, you know, don't worry too much. Uh, look for volunteering if you can. Look for ways of building connections in, in the community, reaching out a little bit. Those are really, really awesome uh, advices. Once again, Bridget, thank you so much. We wish you all the best and have a fantastic day. Thank you, Eliana. Thank you for inviting me today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.